The following is intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. From his luxurious home studio overlooking Mountain Creek Lake in beautiful Dallas, Texas, it's Under the Table with Jason Ryan. Welcome into episode 12 of Under the Table. I am Jason Ryan. 14 and 10 yesterday, team. A couple of those parlays hit. Uh, yeah, Boston and Baltimore game, one at plus 338. And one hockey parlay. I'm not even going to bother looking it up. The money's in the account. Let's get this Sunday going with your two stories. Two stories from the sports world. Former Major League Baseball player Alex Rodriguez and billionaire Mark Lohr finalized the deal to purchase the Minnesota Timberwolves from majority owner Glenn Taylor. Taylor will continue to control the team until 2023 while mentoring the group until his, depar- until his departure. So many things come to mind when I saw this, one being that A-Rod spent seven years playing for the Seattle Mariners, and that city's currently pining to get another basketball team there. Second, and finally, that's probably the furthest he could have moved to get away from J-Lo. Glenn Taylor has stated in multiple reports that the agreement is that Rodriguez and Lore will keep the team in Minnesota. Athletes at the Tokyo Olympics who come down with minor symptoms of COVID-19 could be isolated in a hotel lined up by local organizers of the Games. The Japanese news agency, Kyoto, on Sunday said organizers are working to secure 300 rooms in a hotel near the athletes' village. The agency cited unnamed officials with, quote, knowledge of the plan. The rooms would be for athletes and staff who do not need to be hospitalized. The measures underline the risk of trying to hold the Olympics and Paralympics during the pandemic. The Olympics are to open on July 23rd and face strong opposition from up to 80% of Japanese polled. The Olympics and Paralympics will involve about 15,000 athletes from more than 200 nations and territories, and tens of thousands of other officials, judges, administrators, media, and broadcasters. Organizers and the International Olympic Committee have banned fans from abroad from attending. They have yet to announce the maximum capacity for venues, which is now complicated by rising cases in Osaka, Tokyo, and elsewhere. Tokyo will begin Monday to employ tougher measures to curb the rapid spread of the virus. It will allow Tokyo's governor to impose shorter opening hours for bars, restaurants, and mandate punishment and award compensation to those who comply. Let's just hope this works. Some sort of normalcy is needed here. We got baseball back this year, and it seems we're trending in the right direction globally. Let's move on to a history lesson, shall we? This day in sports history, I'm leaving. In 1750, Jack Slack retains champion of England boxing title, beats Frenchman Jean Petit in seven rounds in Harleston. Acknowledged as the first international prize fight managed by Don King. In 1921, KDKA in Pittsburgh broadcast the first sporting event on the radio, a boxing match between Johnny Ray and Johnny Dundee. There was no winner. In 1936, Stanley Cup Finals concluded at the Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto, Ontario. The Detroit Red Wings beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-2 for a 3-1 series win, the Red Wings' first Stanley Cup championship. 1959, Dodgers pitcher Don Drysdale hits second opening day home run. You heard me correctly, his second opening day home run, a pitcher. In 1989, first playoff goal scored by a goalie, Ron Hextall of Philadelphia. In 1996, the Detroit Red Wings became the second NHL team to win 60 games in a season. And finally, in 2010, the 74th U.S. Masters Tournament concluded in Augusta. Phil Mickelson won his third green jacket by three strokes from England's Lee Westwood. Let's go on to the baseball picks. 
stay hot, Rocket. The MLB. Big Sunday in baseball. Let's get to it. Remember now, numbers and trends are building, so anything over 500 is considered a decent record this early in the season. I think last year I was under 300, and I was threatened by many. Let's move along. Pirates and Cubs take the Buckos on the money line at plus 130. Red Sox and Orioles, thanks to these two for a big parlay hit yesterday. Anyway, let's try again. Take Boston on the money line, minus 140, and the minus one and a half run line. Angels and Blue Jays, let's go with the over 11 and the Angels on the money line at minus 122. Tigers and Indians, I laid off of this game and glad I did yesterday as they erupted and I was leaning on the under. Today, let's just take Detroit on the money line at plus 150. That's where you could get it in most places. Yankees and Rays, I like the Yankees on the money line and the minus one and a half run line. Marlins and Mets, Mets continue to look like a sandlot crew wasting great pitching efforts, but they did win us money yesterday, so let's bet on the over in this one. Mariners and Twins, I like the Twins on the money line at plus 170 and the over 8.5. White Sox and Royals, let's try a parlay on this. I got green lights everywhere. Chicago on the money line, the run line at minus 1.5, and, and the over 8.5. A, a plus 7.24 parlay if you choose. Brewers and Cardinals, let's just take the over 8.5 in this one. They burned us yesterday on a parlay by overachieving. Padres and Rangers, concluding that series in Arlington, take San Diego on the money line and the minus one and a half run line and the over nine and a half for plus 527 if you want to parlay it. Rangers are like a suspicious fart, not to be trusted. Rockies and Giants, just take Colorado on the plus 105 money line. Nats and Dodgers, Kershaw and Scherzer, obvious plays the under seven and a half, but I also like the Nats and the plus 170 money line. Reds and Diamondbacks concluding their series in Arizona, even though the Reds lost a tough one yesterday, I still like them today in the minus one and a half run line. And the final game of the day in Major League Baseball, the Phillies and Braves. I like Philly on the plus 135 money line. I like hockey. Let's do hockey. The National Hockey League. Quick note, the UMass Minutemen won their first NCAA title yesterday, beating St. Cloud State yesterday. Five to nothing. Anyway, on to the picks. Seven games today. Sabres and Flyers. I still refuse to trust anything involving betting on the Sabres, but here I am telling you to take the over five and a half. Coyotes and Golden Knights. Take Vegas on the money line. Avalanche and Ducks. Keep your money in your wallet and not bet on this game, please. Penguins. Penguins. The Penguins and Devils. Only safe bet here is Pittsburgh on the 120 money line. That's minus 120. Rangers and the Islanders, as usual, I love when these two play, but today will be different from a betting standpoint. Just go with the Islanders and the minus one and a half puck line. Hold on to your butts. Caps and Bruins, let's just take the under five and a half in this contest. In the final game in the NHL, Stars and Predators. We got burned on Friday by these two. Not today. I like the over and Dallas on the money line. Lots of opportunities for us to make some money, team. I posted a Masters bet on Twitter. I'm going to go and sit in my recliner, drink a few cocktails, and watch sports. I've been told I earned it. Good night and good luck. Follow Jason Ryan and Under the Table on Twitter at Jason Ryan Radio and Under the Table DS. Follow DSP Media at DSP Media Online. The proceeding was intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.